0: Welcome to Fuel Sweat and Science with Dr. Tiff. Each week we're going to take an in-depth look at how to avoid paralysis by analysis from all the fat loss, weight loss, options, noise, and claims out there, and move past a history of failed attempts which may have caused metabolic changes or suppression. I'm your host, Dr. Tiffany Breeding, PhD Fitness Nutrition and Strength and Conditioning Specialist. My goal is to help you learn to balance busy, social, everyday lives while still seeing results and realize that losing weight does not have to be so complicated. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to Fuel Sweat and Science. And today is fast food, road food favorites. So some of my tips, some of my best healthier option suggestions episode a while back, we talked about eating out in general and some really great tips and strategies for just how to navigate a menu and how to maybe make some modifications to the rest of your day. But today I really want to focus specifically on you are in the car, you are in a hurry, you're running kid one, two, and three to practices, picking one up, dropping the other one off, having to eat on the go, Or you're taking a road trip, specifically, you know, we're rolling up on summertime, there may be some road trips to be taken, and you can certainly pack some things, and we'll talk about that as well. But there's also situations where if it's a long enough trip, things aren't going to last, or you're caught off guard, you just weren't prepared to be out that long And you can't always go in, sit down. Well, I shouldn't say that. You can always do that. But inevitably, there's going to be a situation in life that warrants a drive-through or a quick convenience food option. And after years of coaching, looking at menus making suggestions for various packing lists, road food, on-the-go healthy options. I thought it'd be super fun to just share with listeners what I've found to be the best, easiest, and most nutrient-dense options when you're trying to stay on your macros while in route. So again, I think there's a number of situations that might warrant eating in a hurry or on the go. I mean, even today, I had to leave the office really quick. I usually eat something around 10 or 10.30, but I had to be in the car at that time. And so I had to do a protein bar, not my favorite choice. But again, there have been situations just in the last few weeks where I can't sit down, make something, eat something. So it's something that's typically hurried. And I'm the kind of person, I'm always going to prioritize making the healthiest, most balanced choice. So I've certainly eaten some weird things <laughs> in route. Maybe other people wouldn't eat trying to stop and heat stuff up at a gas station or eat out of a Tupperware while I'm driving. And certainly you can go to those extremes. But I do think that there are some better choices out there now than, you know, there was a decade ago when you stop in even a gas station. And so I think this will be super helpful. It might just be about making a little cheat sheet of, hey, these are some healthier takeout choice options. So if I am in a bind, I know I can run into Subway and get this or Panera and get this or Taco Bell and get this or you know, a situation where you're just a day where you're smoked and you're just indecisive and you don't want to cook Having that cheat sheet might just be a good reference instead of making that impulsive in the moment, tired or bored or don't know what you're up for decision that lends itself to maybe being a little bit less healthy. And so I think this would be fun to talk about. So here goes. Breaking it into categories, the first thing I'm going to do is talk about traditional fast food. And by this, I mean that there's a drive through So it could be Starbucks, it could be now Panera often has a drive through and is convenient off of interstates or mainstream franchises that you're going to catch really at any interstate exit, McDonald's, Subway. Now, even hopefully some Chick-fil-A's because they have done a little bit better job or even in an airport, you're going to find a Chick-fil-A, you're going to find a Dunkin', you're going to find a Starbucks. So I'm looking at breakfast first because often that's an early flight or you want to hit the road before traffic or it's an 8 a.m. game. We'll kill the coaches on those, but (laughs) an 8 a.m. game and the kids have to be there 45 minutes early. So what can you grab? sous vide egg bites i think are a really solid option from starbucks sous vide is like a water bath so they're kind of like a poached egg muffin if you haven't seen them i don't go to starbucks a lot i personally haven't eaten these but i'm basing this on a lot of client feedback that they have a pretty good density to them they're pretty filling they've got various options And so I think that would be a really good protein-heavy option, a little bit of good fat in there. They usually got a cheese, or one of them may have a bacon in there. And then they have oatmeal. The thing you have to look at, because McDonald's also has a maple fruit oatmeal, it's the toppings that really add up, because the oats alone are going to be a fairly carb-dense choice, and it's fine to put some toppings on there. But when they give you the dried fruit and the brown sugar, Or the regular fruit, or there's a compote. You just might want to pick and choose which ones, or even just ask for a little honey packet. If you don't want all the stuff in there, you could do the nuts and a little bit of the sweetener. So I think you just have to be careful, and that all depends on your macros, right? I don't know who's listening. Some of you guys may be in a situation where you need those carbs and you're looking for higher carb choices. So this is not to say that's a bad quote unquote choice. It's just, it is a more carb-centric choice, the oats, with all the toppings. But you could combine the two where the egg bites will be your protein, the oats could be your carb. The other thing they've got at Starbucks, and these are both really solid. I've had both of them, the spinach feta egg white wrap. And I'm going to list some macros, but just to kind of give you a reference, when I talk about these in the numbers, I'm going fat, carb, protein. So when I say the spinach egg white wrap is eight thirty four twenty. That's 8 grams of fat, 34 grams of carbs, 20 grams of protein. So when I'm choosing personally, I'm always looking for a moderate fat choice because I think it's a lot harder to moderate that on the road. The carbs and the protein are things that you can manipulate a little bit easier, but fats can really add up quick, especially if you know you have a few more meals out that day you're not sure what your choices are going to be. So I try to keep my fats a little bit more moderate. So that's where you have to be really careful when you get into like lunches and dinners where sandwiches are going to have a lot of different spreads or aiolis, or you got dressings on salads, or you've got side dishes that are higher fat, like fried French fries or things like that. You have to be kind of careful. Dunkin', which I have Dunkin' Donuts, but I think now it's called Dunkin'. They have an egg white veggie omelet little sandwich, 13, 17, 27. So a little higher fat, a little lower carb, but still 13 is within reason for most people's macros. You know, I think when you get up into the 20 plus in a meal, that's going to really limit some people that only have, let's say, 40 to 50 fat in a day, that's eaten up almost half. So I try to keep it a little lower. Again, if somebody is working with 80 grams of fat, then having 20-25 in a meal is not anything that they can't still you know, stick within. But I think that gives you a little more flexibility, especially if your fat is that high. You're probably consuming quite a bit of food in general. So you're probably going to want to get something with that. So if a single item has 20-some grams of fat, then again, you got to think about am I gonna need to put something with it? And then how all the little things add up. Chick-fil-A, one of you know my f- favorite choices from a client standpoint, people go there so much. And so I have really looked at this menu a lot. I will applaud them for offering some healthier choices. It's like anything, right? You can get some certainly high calorie, high sugar, unhealthy things there. But I do feel like they have given a menu presentation that offers some other healthier alternatives, like a kale side salad, grilled nuggets, grilled chicken sandwich, egg white muffin at breakfast. So, in terms of the breakfast for Chick Fil A, they have an egg white chicken grill, eight thirty twenty six. So, again, a really nice balance. If you look at the two Starbucks sandwiches and the egg white chicken grill from Chick-fil-A, very comparable, less than 10 fat, 30-ish carb, 20 protein, a nice balance. And if you needed to put something with that, the fruit cup, the small fruit cup is no fat, obviously nothing in fruit, 15 carbs, or they've got a Greek yogurt cup, 9, 36, 13, For somebody, that may be all they need if they don't want to go. Or, you know, you could even get the yogurt cup, get the egg white grill, ditch the English muffin, have the egg and chicken for a little extra protein. Your carbs and fat are coming from the yogurt cup. So I think, too, sometimes it's just about being creative in the sense of, like, getting two egg white chicken grills, putting the egg and the chicken On one muffin, if you don't need the carbs and you're really trying to push more protein and fat in in your day, depending on, again, what else you've had. So sometimes you can kind of deconstruct things or combine things. I've suggested that a lot to clients with like a subway situation where you could get the six inch and some baked chips but maybe you take the top of the sub off and eat half the bread so you can also have some chips just to feel like you're getting more volume and you may not miss all that bread you're still getting the bread or if you get the foot long, can you put all the turkey on one side or now I think they even offer like double turkey or double ham or whatever meat you want so I think those are some really good options there and then Panera I didn't really realize they had so many breakfast options outside of just like their bagels and pastries. Be really careful on those soufflés. They sound like they might be good, but those things are loaded with fat from what I could see on the nutrition data. Um, I hadn't looked at that before, so that was an eye-opener to me because I would think, well, that might be a good choice with some veg and some egg, but they just pack that stuff, I guess, with the cheeses and maybe the bacon and things they're putting in there. They do have an avocado egg white spinach sandwich, 14, 39, 19. So right in that range on the fat, a little bit on the higher end, but it looks like a really nice balance and the avocado is going to give you a really good healthy fat there. And Panera is pretty easy to find. They also have a Greek yogurt parfait, 8 fat, 27, 15 very comparable to the Chick-fil-A. I think my concern with both of those was, would it be filling enough? You know, I think when you look at some of these numbers, they sound balanced, but because it's probably a little bit more calorie dense, the parfait topping and things like that, are you going to feel full? Is it just that the macros look solid, but you're not getting a lot of bang for your buck? So I think some of this may be some trial and error a little bit too. So That's a good breakdown on the breakfast. I mean, I am certainly not giving an exhaustive list. So when I post, if people want to comment with other suggestions, I think that would be awesome because different areas of the country might have different places. This is really just what I see on my end when I'm looking at menus or just from client experiences as we try new things and I get some feedback like this was a really great option. I I found a new go-to for when I'm at the airport or when I'm on my road trip to, you know, see my clients that are in East Tennessee or whatever the case may be. So again, please don't take this as like, these are the only things I can eat when I'm on the road. These are just some good kind of cheat sheet items and you could even build a bigger list for yourself with this skeleton based on what you need and things that you find Um, One interesting thing is I get into lunches and dinners. Of all places, Taco Bell has some pretty healthy choices. And I think you can modify there pretty easily with leaving certain toppings off. But they've come out with these Power Bowls. Power is the new buzzword for healthy. It is more like a rice and bean bowl with protein, so chicken or beef. And then it's got some sauces and things on it that you can leave off. But it's kind of a chipotle kind of comparable bowl uh, i don't know the quality difference of course i'm sure there's some processing happening there for the mass production but they also have their fresco tacos that are chicken or beef that are pretty simple kind of like more like a street taco where it's just like the pico and the protein lettuce tomato kind of thing they're not doing a lot of extras with the avocado salsas and the aiolis and things like that that they have on some of theirs. So that may be a good option. I think the only thing I find with a lot of fast food restaurants that's the downside is that the food itself isn't always so nutrient dense, but it's you're not getting any value because it's shredded iceberg lettuce and a little bit of tomato. You know, the places like Subway, Jersey Mike's, places with the salads, at least you do get the option to work some veggies in there. You know, some cucumber, carrot, et cetera, or the kale salad, like I mentioned, apple slices at some places, but I think at some fast food, it's really just, you know, like the meat and the bread and the fries. So I think that's where just being mindful of, it's not always just about the macros. Like, yes, I can hit my macros by eating certain things, but I'm not getting a lot of nutritional value out of it. And that's where fast food doesn't give you that. Clients that may be relying on that a lot, and they're not necessarily seeing the progress, they're saying, but I'm hitting, you know, this is fitting. Well, yes, but how is your body utilizing and benefiting from the nutrient value of that food as compared to a home-cooked meal where you can really control and make sure you're adding in the nutrients that your body needs to optimize its performance and its metabolism. So I just want to throw that disclaimer in there. And again, these are like occasional have to choices. I don't think this is going to open anybody's, you know, mind to say, oh, I could just eat fast food all the time and, and make, you know, optimize my health. But, you know, I do think that a lot of people do eat a lot of fast food and it's not to say you can't lose weight on it for sure. Wendy's You know, I think really solid options there. They've got several salads with grilled chicken. The whole salad is a really nice portion. If you did a whole or a half, you could get small fries probably with it because the salad itself is going to be fairly low fat. Here's what I'll say about salads because I think the same is true on the Panera nutrition information. A lot of times when you're looking at the nutrition information on the website, it is including the dressing. So I think you have to be really careful because a lot of times you may think, oh my God, this has so much fat. But if you're getting the dressing in a packet, or if you can even say, I'd rather have the low fat or the fat-free balsamic or the whatever lower fat dressing option they offer, then I think a lot of times you can modify the fat numbers on, you know, a nutrition chart online, but I would be careful at just make sure you maybe ask or do your research so that you're not thinking that it's a lot less fat or more fat, just depending on that dressing add in. And then Wendy's has a baked potato, you know, and I mean, you can certainly get like the cheddar bacon sour cream thing (laughs) and make it a loaded potato but you can also just get a plain baked potato certainly could put a little butter a little sour cream or get the salsa and put that on there a lot of times i'll do that is just put a little salsa salt pepper just to doctor it up a little bit and again depending on what your carb needs are you might only need half of the baked potato or share it but it's a really clean carb choice that a lot of fast food places don't offer To me, the sides are always the bummer at fast food. It's like you could find the grilled chicken sandwich maybe, or the nuggets, but then what do you get with it? You know that isn't just French fries or something like that. So I think it's nice that they have that. And what's funny there too, the chili—they have a cup of chili that's got great numbers. So they have a small one, and then they have like a full bowl of chili. And that with a half salad, even if you didn't need the protein on it, just the half side salad, depending on how much protein you need. The chili, I think, has got about 20 grams in it. But you could also get the half salad with chicken to pop on a little bit more protein if you needed it. But And I know that may be also seasonal. I'm kind of funny. I don't want to eat hot stuff in the summer. But if you were rolling through and needed something, hot lunch, Something different, not traditional, fast food, fare. Think about that chili at Wendy's is really a good option for you. And if you could do with the carbs, you could get the chili and a baked potato. So I think those are some good alternatives. I also look at the kids' menu a lot. I know it sounds silly, but their sides are sometimes healthier. Like they'll have baby carrots and ranch or they'll have apple slices. Kids' size fries is all I sometimes need depending on what meal it is. And so to get the kids' size of something, sometimes the macros are a little better. We'll talk about this a little when I get to the treats section, but I think that's a good option. So Panera will be the last one I talk about on the on the lunch dinners. Greek salad, strawberry poppy seed, Fuji apple, and they rotate these seasonally, but really almost any of their salads staying away from like the cob that's got so many added fats, like blue cheese and bacon and avocado and nuts and then the chicken and the dressing. But if you're looking at the more fruit dense or the more veggie dense, like a Greek or a green salad, or again, like the ones with the berries on them, and you add the chicken, and then that's mostly where you're going to get your protein and your fat. And then the sides, you can do the small baguette, you could do the baked chips, you could do the apple, you could do a cup of soup if you wanted to just being super careful on the soups because a lot of those soups will be cream based or the word bisque is a big red flag cream of is a red flag you know creamy tomato soup they're probably adding some kind of heavy cream in there or it's a cheese base so you have to be really careful i go with a broth based soup Sometimes even the tortilla soup is a bit creamier. So if it's a brothy one, you'd probably be okay. But then it may have the beans and the corn and the tortilla strips. So it depends on, again, where you're going. But they do have a veggie soup. They have a a low-fat chicken noodle soup. So that's something that you could combine with a salad or even a half a sandwich to have a nice filling side, get some veggies in there and not have to go to the chips or the bread if you didn't want to. But I think that you definitely could do a half sandwich again, or get the full sandwich and put all of the protein on half, and then get a side with it. I tend to just like to build my own there. I mean, any place that I can build my own, because I don't want to be that diva that likes, can I have the Bacon chicken deluxe with no bacon and no mayonnaise and sub spicy mustard and put the, you know, I'd rather just tell them what I want. They can put it in the system instead of modifying one of their menu items so drastically to make it what I want it to be. And a lot of restaurants don't have a build your own, but places like the Cava, Chopped, Chipotle, Moe's, Panera, Subway, jersey mics instead of ordering something from the menu and modifying it i typically just say i want turkey with provolone on wheat with spicy mustard and a bag of baked chips you know or whatever it is and that makes it a little bit easier on them and i think you have to be so so careful at these build your own kind of buffet type line places like the chop the Cava, the chipotle because It's so fun to try all the different little toppings, but gosh, do they add up. By the time you put this cheese and that dip and that spread and that sauce and this dressing and that protein and these grains, I mean, the calorie density. But what's cool about most of those places is that they do have nutrition calculators on those sites, a lot of them, where you can actually build every little thing you want to get before you go, put it all on your bowl just to look at it. And say, oh, okay, well, if I didn't do the guac and I did the cheese and I got the sour cream on the side, or if I want the guac, maybe I don't do the cheese. If I want the beans, maybe I can do half the rice because you can do like a half portion. So I think, again, just playing with some of that stuff ahead of time. If there are restaurants you tend to go to a lot, kind of like I was saying with the eating out, is to do your homework, look ahead, do a little recon you know, with fast food, like if you're in the car on the way and you're not driving, could you be kind of checking it out before you get there? Know what you want to get before you roll through the line. So, and then I think once you get used to these places, and you'll have that. So that's kind of my restaurant pitch. Those spots most easy to find on the road, most universal in terms of being able to access them in almost any situation. I'm sure, again, there are a lot of more local spots that have some healthier choices, but those are like your mainstream. And then let's talk about on-the-go snack ideas. I mean, first of all, if you're an on-the-go person, one of the best investments you can make is getting a collapsible or a little portable cooler bag and just leave it in your car, not filled up. And that way, if you are stuck, I mean, best case scenario, you pack it up before you leave the house. But let's just say that's not likely to happen. If you have it in your car, maybe you have two, one at home and one in the car, and you get stuck, you can always go to a gas station, get a bag of ice and fill it up, and then get some things to put in there. And that way, you're at least buffering yourself if you get caught out unknowingly. And then you can put some snacks in there. But let's just say you don't remember the cooler or you're just not going to fool with that. All of the items I'm going to tell you right now are found in gas stations or truck stop type of places. So these could be things you didn't have to plan ahead for that you could actually just pick up in the moment, stop and route and grab them and eat them as your snack. Beef jerky. I know a lot of you are thinking sodium, I get it, this is not a food I would eat every single day for my snack, but if you're on a road trip occasionally or you're going to go to the airport, it keeps easy, it doesn't melt, you can hike with it, you can take it in the car, you can snack on it at a ball game. Good protein, typically very low fat, carbs can be sneaky, so look at them depending on the flavor and seasoning and all that teriyaki and some of these new fancy ones have a lot more sugar added to them from the seasoning they do, but most of them are pretty reasonable. Fruit, nuts, or little single serve trail mix bags. I would really be be careful to stay away from just like getting a huge bag of trail mix because that stuff's so easy to munch on and it's so calorie dense if it's got chocolate like candies, like M&Ms, and then dried fruit or yogurt-covered raisins. or And then you got the nuts in there. I mean, it can really add up even a handful of it. Protein bars, I mean, I would try to find ones that don't melt. (laughs) I've definitely gone that route. Grab a gold bars. I don't know how universal those are. We sell them here. They're a local Nashville company, but I know you can order them on Amazon. They're just kind of like little hockey pucks, no-baked brownie. And they don't melt. There's no, like, coating or icing on them. RX bars tend to keep well in the heat because they've got more of a chewy texture. They're not a coated, you know, chocolate-covered something. In the gas station, cereal cups, those little to-go cups of, like, Cheerios or Honey Nut Cheerios, and you could get a little thing of milk and have a bowl of cereal, get some protein from the dairy, or even pour a vanilla protein shake on your cereal. Have some protein cereal. Cheerios are pretty much nothing, maybe 25 carbs, 30 carbs in a cup. So you could even get a banana and slice that up in your cereal and have some milk. They have Greek yogurt at a ton of gas stations. I'm so impressed. But like they've got several different kinds. Usually they've got string cheese They've got the pre ready to drink protein shakes. Again, not something I would want you to have every day. I'd rather you make your own, but again, this is a need-something-on-the-go, it's a good balance, I'm getting some protein in there, it's pretty filling, tastes good, cold on a hot day. Sometimes you'll find little tuna salad kits, just like the Star Kiss tuna kits could be a really good, easy, balanced snack. Pretzels or pop chips would be a lower fat chip, a lower fat little carb treat, maybe some baked chips. Some gas stations will have that, though I think those are a little harder to find these days. But I do like the pop corners or pop chips, and then pretzels, of course, would be the lowest fat, a little bit more of a refined chip there, but not bad. Veggie straws are another one you're finding a little bit more frequently. I see hard boiled eggs in there a lot. So I think if you just think about what you can find in a gas station, You can make a pretty balanced meal in a gas station. So I really have a hard time having sympathy for people that can't find a healthy choice because they were on a road trip. I don't buy into that anymore because I've been on plenty of road trips and you can find healthy choices. Now, do I not want the Funyuns and the Cheetos and the Icy? I mean, heck yeah. And sometimes maybe that's what you choose but you can find a balance and there are other healthy things you can get in a gas station. And now my favorite part, let's talk about treats. What are you going to have if you do want something sweet, if the kiddos want to stop and have a little dessert and, you know, you don't want to always say no. You know, there's cases where the kids may want to stop and get the cake batter milkshake with extra whipped cream and cookie dough, and they're fine to have that. You'd still like to have a little something and feel like you're staying in the lines and that you're not always saying and having to answer the question, Mom, why don't you have anything? Or Dad, aren't you going to have a ice cream? I think there are some things you could get. You may just have to steer them to certain places so that you know you can find something too. So McDonald's ice cream cone. 533.5. How do you beat that? Five fat, 33 carbs, five protein ice cream cone at McDonald's. Small cone. Now, again, sometimes I feel like you get like a massive amount of ice cream and then sometimes you get less. So I don't know how regulated that is. I would just try to be mindful of like if it's huge, do you need it all or do you want to share it? But usually they're pretty, you know, pretty on target there. The Junior Frosty from Wendy's 5285, very comparable to the McDonald's as is the DQ, now you get the kids cone there. It's a little more calorie dense, I think the ice cream's a little more ice cream versus ice milk. The DQ kids cone 4254, 4 fat, 25 carb, 4 protein. And then on the mini blizzards at Dairy Queen, you know, you have to Be careful, they vary drastically if you look online, and the more complex ones will certainly be a little higher. But if you get a simple one like the M&M or the Butterfinger or the Chocolate Chip, just some of the more traditional ones, I saw a range from about 14 to 15 fat and somewhere between 50 and 55 carbs in a mini. So I think that's doable, again, for a lot of people, and you can work it in there hot fudge or caramel small sundae, tenish fat, 40 to 50 carbs. So again, I think very doable and can work into most any macro plan. None of that's going to blow the bank. Now, would you maybe have to have a light dinner? Or if you had it early in the day, you know, or you had it later in the day, then maybe you just weren't planning for it. But it's not going to take you so far over where it's going to be unrecoverable if it's a spontaneous treat choice at the end of the day so i think those are just super important you know and i so i think the big takeaways as i wrap up here is you don't have to pack your tupperware meal every day to make progress but the reality is that you do have to try and be strategic if you're going to go out and be out consistently because if you default to the burger joint or you just don't eat and then you end up chasing hunger all day meaning You get so behind, that blood sugar drops, come late in the day, you've got cravings, you feel like you're just a bottomless pit trying to catch up from being in such a deficit and going so long without eating. This is where you end up making those impulsive choices or overeating just in an attempt to get yourself back to equilibrium, fighting a little bit of a dull headache kind of feeling, dragging, fatigue. There are healthier choices out there in cases where you want that little treat or the kids want to stop somewhere and you don't want to have to go to two or three different places. I think having this little cheat sheet or if you do stop at a exit, let's say, and they want to go to a restaurant and you don't know that you want to eat something there, just have them drop you at the gas station. Check out some of these healthier snack choices and build a little meal for yourself out of snacks. They can go get their food, come back and pick you up or vice versa. So I think, you know, it's like if you look at that Listen, you got hard-boiled eggs and a string cheese and a Greek yogurt and some pretzels, you can build kind of a good meal there. Or the fruit and nuts and the yogurt and the cereal in the morning, I think you can do a good job of putting some things together. And just sometimes I think people don't realize that they could even go in a gas station and find something healthy. So I'm hoping this is helping you. I'm hoping this gave you some ideas certainly rewind and listen back on some of those little cheat sheet food choices at the restaurants and you know also just be sure to post your own suggestions and comment so that others might learn from you as well because I certainly have not been exhaustive with this I just wanted to give you a jump start so hope this was super helpful you guys enjoy road trips enjoy some time at the beach if you're rolling into summer whenever you're listening to this it's most june 1st when i'm recording here so we're getting into that time of year where where the fun stuff happens so all right guys let's do this see ya